Hey there, I'm Mike. Some of you know me from the Twisted Cape. Some of you know me because who can it be knocking at my door? But regardless of how you know me, you know I love comics, and that's what we talk about on this podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mike's Big Stack. Oh, hell yeah, everyone. Welcome to the show. We're recording this week at the Thick Pit. We're back with some more freshies for you, so without further ado, let's get to it. As always, we start by reading the thickness of my stack, so let's check out Mike's Thickometer. Oh yeah, Mike's Thickometer. Alright, so this week is fairly anemic, uh, so it's going to be about a 3 out of 10 on Mike's Thickometer. Not a whole lot of content here, especially on the Marvel side. Uh, but uh, we'll go ahead and get into it with uh, with the DC books. We'll start there. Uh, we'll start with Batman number ninety two. I enjoyed this book probably more than I should have. I really didn't haven't been a huge fan of the whole thing with the designer uh, because it's been it's been a little convoluted. Um, but um, there's just some pretty cool moments in here um, between Batman and Deathstroke. Uh, the banter there is just great because Slade just does not give a shit whatsoever, <laughs> and uh, uh, Batman's not having it. Uh, and this is a, a Riddler tale, really, uh, and you really get a great way of watching Batman just be a detective and shut down the Riddler, just beats him at his own game, uh, and that's great. There's also a side story with uh, Catwoman and Harley Quinn uh, going after the un- going to talk to the Underbroker, um, trying to deal with the designer, uh, and they meet Punchline fully for the first time. Joker's new girlfriend. Uh, they made a huge deal about this. Like it was hard to get the one comic, like uh, three issues, four issues ago, of Batman, where she made her unofficial debut. Um, and and uh, of course, a fight starts. Um, and, you know, they kind of leave it there. They don't really explore that fight too much. Um, but at the end here, um, we get the designer confronting Batman and calls him Bruce. So that's interesting right there. Um, Batman's secret identity is fairly guarded. Uh, this will come up again later in this episode for sure. Um so it's interesting to see how people uh, have deduced his identity or who these characters actually are. So I'm going to go ahead and give that a three and a half. It was, it was better than I expected. Um, I expected it to be like the two, two and a half range, but it was good. Uh, so the next I have flash number 755. Um, it's weird because somehow I missed an issue of flash. I went from 753, which we talked about in the last episode, to 755, so I have to see if I can hunt down 754. Uh, but regardless, read the issue. Um, there's a whole bunch of Thawne and uh, Flash and Godspeed, and um, they take down Paradox. They uh, Thawne goes back and basically saves um, Paradox from ever becoming Paradox. The incident that caused it was uh, Paradox losing his entire family, and uh, Thon saves him, does something heroic, um, and they have to outrun, um, and history gets corrected, and it's great. They run, it's cool, you know, Barry sees Iris, and um, the 
the two evil speedsters, bad guy speedsters, misunderstood speedsters, however you want to say it, Godspeed and Thon start to have a little bit of a talk. Um, and Godspeed says, hey man, maybe you'll be a, hum- a hero, you'll get a statue. And says, hey, do you know who killed my brother? And then Thon confesses and then snaps August's neck. Um, obviously, Barry's not happy. Um, and goes to fight Thon. Thon quickly overpowers him and runs off to say to that he's going to start his own reverse Flash family. Um, and then well, we're going to get a story called The Legion of Zoom out of out of this. And I think that's going to be the end of Josh Williamson's run. Um, so without the context of 754 to show how we got here, I actually did enjoy this episode. Uh, uh, this episode. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? Thinking about TV. Uh, I did enjoy this issue. Uh, I'd give this a three and a half as well. It's a good book. Um, solid. The, the art's pretty good. But without the context, I don't know that I can actually call it higher because, um, actually no, I'll bump it up to a four. I'll bump it to a four. There's a major death in here and that makes it worth reading and the, the jumping-off point for, for a new storyline. So I'll take that for. Uh, next, Justice League Odyssey. I really love this book, uh, as some of you may have heard uh, from previous issues, um, episodes of my show, but issues of the book. Um, this centers really on Darkseid making a, an assault on this uh, Justice League um, and what they're doing to keep their secret weapon secret. Um, so Darkseid shows up with a whole bunch of parademons and, uh, his allies and it doesn't go well, doesn't, doesn't go well. And then they unleash their secret weapon and, uh, Darkseid basically has a clever girl moment. Uh, and then he starts to, to fight and, uh, you know, as, as that fight's going down, it's, it's huge. There's a couple of really, really big splash pages and, uh, I love them. They're beautiful. Um, but then, uh, Jessica Cruz goes to, um, get rid of the revision mechanism, um, because she, she thinks it's too dangerous and, uh, she gets basically either snapped out of existence or teleported away, uh, as, uh, Enoch continues to work on, on the weapon here. Um, so I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, a good book. Uh, I'll, I'll just put it at three. Um, you know, it, it, it didn't, it just didn't lack, it, it lacked a punch that it usually has to me. So we'll keep that in mind. Uh, next, uh, Justice League number 46, which is my DC book of the week here. Um, so as we last left the league, they were arriving on Themyscira. And then the Spectres, I don't know, I guess I want to call it Corruption. Um, takes over and the Amazons start to fight and Wonder Woman takes charge of the league and just directs things. Um, and it's fantastic. She tells, she's like, Batman first, here come the, the archers sending a volley, handle it. And then she's like, uh, Green Lantern, they're going to use spears, take care of that. And then she uses Flash and Superman to make some, make some space. She's like, uh, <laughs> Aquaman, stay on my shoulder. It's just like the way she just is so badass here. Like it's perfectly written. Um, like I just, I love how awesome 
she is in this entire book. Um, and then they go to uh, Tartarus, uh, and as they find James Corrigan, uh, who's apparently like apparently time works differently here. Um, but then they they stand in front of Tartarus on this huge splash page on the, on the last page, and it looks pretty cool. Um, so I'm gonna call this a four. Um, just because there's just so much cool Wonder Woman in here, and it shows everybody how how awesome she is as a character. Uh, just not just her empathy, but also her ability to lead. Um, I mean, I don't understand why we don't have more books with her leading the Justice League as it should be. All right, finally here for DC, we have uh, Nightwing number seventy one, which is the jump off point for Joker War. Um, so, uh, there's a, there's an explosion and, um, Rick, I guess he's still going by, um, is, is talking to, uh, his girlfriend B and she le he leaves to go take care of it as the Joker walks down the stairs in her bar. So, uh, Nightwing goes out, takes care of business, um, with, with the sirens and the explosions and stuff. And, uh, and then one of the, the night wings, um, uh, sap is on the operating table and he, um, he, he's told, he tells, um, uh, what's her name? His sister. It's his sister. Um, no, it's not his sister. I'm sorry. He tells, uh, Colleen Edwards, the one, another cop who who beat him so badly, and it, he starts to say it was the Joker, and he crashes. Um, and then uh, we go back to the bar, and there's B talking to Joker, and Nightwing shows up, and he's and Joker's basically saying, "Hey, I want to help you. I know who you are." Uh, That's what I was talking about earlier. He's like, "I I know who you are. I know." Uh, you know, all the all stuff that's happened with your family. Um, it's like, I can help you. I can help you get better. Um, and B tries to take him out. It doesn't happen. He knocks him to the ground and he says, I'll beat her with a crowbar. Just let me help you. He pulls out the crystal that was used to wipe Nightwing's mind. And Joker begins to take over his mind and says that he raised him. Uh, and took care of him, and tells uh, Dick about his life, and uh, so it looks interesting because it seems like uh, Joker's about to get a sidekick, uh, in addition to Bunchline, obviously. Uh, I like that story more than the last one, so three and a half out of that. All right, on the Marvel side, we have one book and one book only, uh, Daredevil, um, and even if there were other books, this would be my Marvel book of the week, and this might be my book of the week period uh this uh daredevil number 20 uh it's the second part of a story called inferno so chip Darsky has um really just torn matt murdoch down over his run so far uh and this just has an amazing cast of characters um uh, ben yurik um who is uh a, a reporter at daily bugle um there are bullseyes in this Obviously, Daredevil's in this. Wilson Fisk is in this. Crossbones is in this. Uh, Rhino's in this. Typhoid Mary's in this. 
Stiltman's in this, and is it actually a legitimate threat? I don't know how they're doing that with like such B level uh, <laughs> villains lately. Kite Man became like an empathetic character from Batman, and Stiltman is an actual threat here. Um, and it's just uh, the Owl. It's just so good. It's so good. I would highly recommend this series to anyone. Um, and uh, you know, Daredevil all his training, all the stuff that he's gone through over these last 20 issues really comes into play, into focus, if you will. Um, and he becomes an absolute badass and just takes down villain after villain after villain after villain, and it's great. He's so good, and then at the end, it seems like he's turning himself in. Um, and the thing, the cool thing I love about this is it starts with a a black page with white text, and it ends on a black page with white text. And it's just, man, they just do such an amazing job with this book. I just, I just read it. Please take the time. Find, find, it wherever you do it. Uh, I think this week, um, no, next week, uh, when we do the next show, uh, there will be a graphic novel released of Daredevil. Uh, go get that. Go get that right then. All right, looking ahead to next week, I'm looking forward to reading uh, from DC Death Metal number one. And surprisingly, there is no Marvel book next week. So maybe I'll do a little flashback there. Uh, so that's all the time we have for this week. Of course, make sure you subscribe to the Twisted Cape on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, we are at the Twisted Cape. No spaces on every social media platform. Facebook, the Gram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also, make sure you drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We love taking that feedback and, and using it for the next time. Uh, also, feel free to shoot us feedback on the show at the Twisted Cape uh, to the Twisted Cape at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you use the subject line MTS. Uh, additionally, if you're not already doing so, make sure you check out the Twisted Cape. At 7.30 on Wednesday nights, we go live on Facebook. We, we share it everywhere else as well. Uh, and you can just check us out and have a little fun with our live show. So, until next time, who can it be now? Stay safe. Stay twisted. Fix